You're listening to the Horrible Gamers Podcast with Veteran Nix. And Scott Ryder, Pathfinder for the Archiberian. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears with the Brand X Pod and Nerd Well. The Horribly Awkward Pod. Horribly Gamers as well. The Tavern Pod. Please comedy. A six pod network family. www.hushyourface. www.hushyourface. www.hushyourface.com. The Horrible Gamers Podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, this is Normie Late from Zombie Cast News. This is Scott Clark with the Gaming Outsider Podcast. Hey, this is Sean. I am Fuller from Horribly Awkward. This is Matt Bradford with the No Sleep Podcast. And you're listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast. The Mass Effect Andromeda special. Uh, as, as always, for some reason, not as always, but for some reason, Jesus and Ryan pushed out a little bit and they want me to do the introduction on their podcast. So I'm doing that. Obviously, the guys are here Jesus Gonzalez and Ryan from the Horrible Gamers, guys. Yeah. Woo. What's going I am, on, guys? I was just, I want to just make this clear. You're still a horrible gamer just because you're not part of the podcast anymore. You're still an original horrible gamer. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. But you guys, we got some really kick-ass, awesome guests. I'm not even sure how we got this to work, and we almost messed it up completely because <laughs> I read things out of context. We, you mean I, you, Williams. Yeah, I did. You <laughs> almost messed things up. <laughs> we just sat here and watched you do it. Yes, I'm so. But thank, thankfully, they are really they're cool enough to to come back and. Um, and still do the podcast, but with without going any further, without talking about who they are. So we've got Danielle Rain, who was the star of Portal No Escape. If you haven't seen that short film, watch it. It's six minutes of your time. And it's freaking awesome. She also did uh, Sarah Connor in the Terminator 3D ride at the Universal Studios. She played Lady Death Whisper in World of Warcraft, which is pretty awesome. And the most important... The most important thing out of all, Veteran Nix from Mass Effect Andromeda! Danielle! Hey, everybody. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I, I'm good, probably good. the only one. Who said that they're probably about as far along in the game as I am? That's Who me. Who is that? Yeah. Oh, okay, Ryan. Yeah, got it. Cool. All right, next. <laughs> Danielle, up so Shutting up now. Ah, you don't never shut up. So we also <laughs> got 
Uh, we also got Mr. Octodad himself. Oh, I don't know if it, that's actually I played Octodad. I might be wrong, but the Octodad dude from Dadliest Catch, Octodad game, obviously. Uh, he had some voices in Mortal Kombat, Armageddon, and most importantly, Scott Ryder from Mass Effect Andromeda, Mr. Scott Taylorson. Woo! <laughs> Just did it again, guys. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Rewind. You might as well just change your name right now, Tom. Okay. Yeah, so just command Q, just that's shut down Skype, right? That's just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did this already twice. Tom Taylorson. I was just seeing if you were paying attention, man. Tom Taylorson, oh, what man. is up? Hey, guys. What's up with you? What's all good? We're good. <laughs> <laughs> then you also got to throw a wrench in the whole mechanical thing of it all when you got your name like uh, on Twitter. It's like Ryderson. Yeah, Ryderson. Yeah, I got to <laughs> change that back. It's hype. Hype time is is hype time is not over, but like you know, on its way. It's waning. Yeah, yeah. It's time to go back to something standard. It yeah, was so yesterday. There's very few people like you and me, Ryan, who still haven't finished the game on the first playthrough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what can funny. I say? I'm slow. I'm a horrible gamer. I'm just slow, though. <laughs> then you'll fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get that. We got to pull that clip out. Ready? Daniel, I want you to say, hi, my name is Daniel Rain, and I am a horrible gamer. Hi, my name is Daniel Rain, and I'm a horrible gamer. Boom. There you guys go. Damn. So you got that. Damn. <laughs> it only happens once. It only happens once. So, guys, <laughs> I'm really sorry for what I did earlier. Uh, screwed everything up. But we got to move past that and pretend like I'm not as big of an asshole as I might have came off to be. It was just uh, awkward. And that somehow is apropos. (laughs) (laughs) Properly awkward. (laughs) Yeah, Scott's like super chill. Uh, Scott, dude, you got that cool voice where he seems like he's so confident. All right. I want you to write down Tom. (laughs) It's because we all know him as Scott. Come on. We know him as Scott. (laughs) <laughs> I just circled it on my paper. Here I am not a person. It's okay. I'm just, you know, I got no credits. I got nothing, you know. <laughs> so, Mr. Ryder, so, after uh, doing Vetro's loyalty mission, Mr. Ryder, uh, how'd you just, how'd you go on? Like, you, like it seems like that was such a cool mission. You, you played through the whole game, right, uh, no. Tom? No, I haven't finished the game. Oh, you haven't? Oh, oh God, no. I feel so much better. I, no, 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 no. I mean, okay. So when the game was released, I was moving. I was I moved that week, um, and there's been a lot of other stuff going on, uh, worky wise and family wise too. So my like playtime has been very limited, and I gave out my Xbox Live gamer tag around the time the game came out, and every time I log on. Uh, small like gang 50. tries to get me to play multiplayer, so I've put in about three hours maybe in the single-player campaign and about eight to ten hours in multiplayer. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and and we're not very successful. Everybody insists on, like, let's go all Krogan. That'll be fun. We, we don't live. <laughs> but it's yeah. uh, but we have but uh, we have fun. It's, it's a good time, you know. And then there's and I'm just I am a bit of a I'm a bit of a, a shiny object gamer where it's unless something really just sucks me in i bop from game to game uh the last few years have been terrible uh so if it's a if it's something really long like a mass effect i tend not to finish it anymore um yeah yeah so i'm bopping between that 
and finishing up some of the old stuff in Destiny and Overwatch and uh, Breath of the Wild. And we just got Mario Kart for the family, so there's that in there. Uh, I play Hearthstone. Uh, Diablo 3 just got the seasons on the consoles, so I was doing that. Yeah, I just, just playing that. Yeah, I just, this is all that's going on, and I'm sure there's something. Oh, uh, Kamiko, which came out to the Switch, a little independent game on the Switch, and it's it's wonderful. Um, Tell me I, about that. I'm interested in that. Have you it, played it? or? Yeah, yeah. I've put in, oh, gosh, got to be like an hour, hour and a half or something like that. Um, it's quick. It's kind of easy. It's got a, uh, kind of a, a, a Nintendo, like an NES feel. Yeah. It has um, that old school, uh, Zelda feel to it, right? Well, it, it plays more like Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. But, yeah. 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 looks a little more eight bit and yeah. it's fast and just, uh, and clever. And it kind of pulls you through with its kind of with its pacing. So you finish a level, you go, oh, well, and then it gives you a time at the end, and it was like 13 minutes. Oh, and cool. it gives you this nice little compact. Each level is kind of the same, but they change it up a little bit with enemies and other things like that. But it's a it's a great little experience. And then I'm I'm thinking, okay, and I do this and I lock this, and I guess I get to the end, and it's this. Well, there are three different characters that you play as and each one plays differently so i'm sure it just takes you through the game each time with those different characters and i honestly thought you know what okay i will because i'll probably finish you know one run in an hour to an hour and a half of playtime. yeah and you go back and you know so it's you know three hours and five dollars american it's yeah that's awesome really well done it's very clever um yeah, can't say enough about it. It's just such, it, there's a simplicity in its design that hmm. draws me in. And like I said, quick, relatively quick playtimes, uh, also a good thing, you know. There's a reason I don't play like Dota or anything like that. It's like, oh, a match is 45 minutes minimum? No. Yeah, good. don't no, have the time, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Not anymore. I'm sold. I'm going to get it, man. That seems yeah, like I a think I am game too. to play in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might pick that up. On. Yeah, that's that sounds cool. So you guys like, uh, I don't mean to be awkward or nothing, but let's let's let me put this out there. Um, Danielle is playing Mass Effect as Scott Ryder, mm-hmm. and she's also trying to romance herself in the game. So narcissist, <laughs> yes. Hello, raising my hand over here. You can't see it, but yes, the narcissist is raising her hand. <laughs> that was actually one of the questions that I was going to ask: was who who are you going to romance in the game? So yeah. I guess we can go with this one. Well, yeah, and I, I'm not even like I, I've done the Vetra loyalty mission, but I've you know, and I've I've taken her along with me on on every mission so far and, and swapping between uh, Drac and Jal. Uh, but you know, I, I haven't gotten to the romance stage yet. I've just I, I defeated the, the Archon, you know, so I was really happy about that. And now I'm like just trying to you know establish the planets. And this is like you know my first RPG, so everything takes forever because I'm so bad at it, you know. But I'm having fun. I really am. Tom, how do you feel about this? Um, I'm curious. So, are you playing it through? And you're saying it's narcissistic, but is there also a little bit of? I want to hear how this stitches together for the first time ever. Yeah, because it so surprises you when you hear something. You're like, oh, 
Well, that's what that was about. You know, the parts that you yeah. recorded and you had absolutely no context and you oh, just yeah. kind of like went for it. And then when you finally hear it and a lot of it, because it took place over so many different sessions starting yeah. back in June of last year. And I know you started in 2015. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you forget. And then it's kind of like that. Oh, I remember, you know, recording that and, and how much fun that part was, but then it's not like acting where you memorize the dialogue. So you have this connection to it. You are doing everything in this cold reading capacity. So a lot of times yeah. people ask me, what was your favorite lines? You know, it's like half the time I did it, I really enjoyed it, but then I promptly forgot it because it was time to move on to the next chunk of dialogue. Yeah, you're trying so, to remember um, the next set of lines. Yeah, yeah. So there, since there's no memorization, uh, a couple times I actually wrote down when I had a line that just made me laugh, you know, or that Stuck I really out. liked. But other than that, you know, it's all a surprise to me to, to hear it all, like you said, come together, you know? Oh, Tom left. We oh. lost Tom. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Is he calling back? He's like, I don't know for these guys. He ran out of time. He ran out of time. His battery died. Why he just disconnected? Was it something I said? Yes. Vetra. Vetra. Something you said. I can't believe I said Scott so many times. I know. You just kept doing it. I was like, no. That's what it was. He was so offended that you yeah. kept calling him Scott. He finally just did. I call him out. Scott. Maybe he no. hung up because no, I didn't. Okay, good. <laughs> that was that would have been awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, see how do I get yeah. him back? Call. Yeah. Add, to add to list. Wait, no, no list. How do I add? Add to call. Add? add to call. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was looking at the wrong list. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tom, you're there. Maybe something important came up. Oh, could be. He is a dad. <laughs> Not just an octo dad, but a dad. <laughs> yeah, real dad with real kids. Those can just take you out of the action in a heartbeat. What do you mean you're running around with knives? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, my my cousin came over uh, the other day. Him, his wife, and his two kids, and. And uh, I don't have anything for kids to look at, so they go for everything. Like, oh, let me touch, let me let me bang on the TV for a little bit. Let me mess with this this console down here, and then uh, <laughs> I just make sure I keep an eye and nothing gets slobbered on. Don't stick the controller in your mouth. Oh yeah, kids <laughs> like to do that. How's this taste? Mm, like Suvi wanting to lick the rocks. Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, I want to talk to Katie. I got to get Katie on. I, her yeah. voice is oh, so awesome. If you get her on. Mm -hmm. I gotta, you gotta bring me on. She is, <laughs> I'm trying to romance her. Yeah. yeah I tried for the longest time. Good too, luck. Right? Good luck with that. Well, I'm, I'm Sarah, Sarah. so I oh, should be okay. able to. Yeah. Okay. You got that going on then. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Oh, uh, Tom's back online, so I'll pull him in right now. It's probably like, oh, sorry, I started God. my first gameplay as Sarah, switched over to Scott. Yeah. I failed in the character creation. It's not bad. <laughs> no, failed. Yeah. Totally Some failed. Those characters are hilarious, though. Oh, man. She had Joker lips. <laughs> yeah, the, the women were the so worst funny. for character creation. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I see people can create really amazing characters. I mean, some gorgeous, you know, writers, and I just don't have that skill set yet. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom. 
Hey, sorry about that. Uh, my computer just completely shut down of its own accord, so I am on my backup recording equipment. Oh, oh you're good, man. So yeah, nice. uh, Danielle didn't know if there was something she said. Nope. Yeah. Still sound? They call you Scott? Oh, crap. <laughs> Audio still sound okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, yeah, yeah it sounds, good. sounds the same. Good. That's my backup. <laughs> this is my road mic. <laughs> uh-huh. What's that your first good. mic? Tom. Uh, that was that's a TLM one hundred three. Okay. And then I have a Sennheiser uh, the four sixteen shotgun as my. I use that most of the time for most like auditions and things like that. Um, I even use it for audiobooks just because they compress the living daylights out of the audio, and I know yeah. I'm missing certain details that I like hearing out of the one hundred three, but you'll never catch them. And it and it saves me from background noise, you know. It's like because it cuts out so much, and it just drops the noise the noise floor. Um, uh, but I prefer the 103 for most stuff. Yeah, I just switched from the Neumann to um, a Sennheiser, but it's not the 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 416. I just went with the the cheaper one. I said the 400 or something like that, just yeah. to try it and see, you know, if I like the shotgun versus, you know, the Neumann. So. Is that what yeah, you're using now? Yeah, I'm on the Sennheiser now. Sounds yeah. good. Their mics sound great. Like both yeah, of their yeah. mics sound freaking awesome compared to us. Like I oh, thought this. I was cool getting my little Yeti. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I started Yeti's with a, a snowball. I started with yeah. a snowball. Yeah, I had yeah. a snowball many, many years ago. I still have them. I still have. I had them. a snowball in a box. You know, where you get the little padded yeah. box and you put all the little foam around it. And you, you tuck the snowball in there. We were talking and then about you that talk earlier. Into a box. Yeah. And you look like an idiot, but you know, when you're starting out, you're like, I don't know. I've heard this is a good thing to to try. You mm-hmm. don't want to invest a lot until you start making some money. So, yeah, yeah. This this what I have the setup right now. I'm I'm still in my box at home, um, but this is a this is Spark Digital. And into my phone because oh, my really? computer overheated. Yes, it's yeah. And then for the now, I'm in the I'm in my booth, so it's pretty solid, anyways. But I didn't want to take. Oh, that's it why. Apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've also got my. This is I also have the Chaotica eyeball, which is basically a foam sphere that just goes around. Oh, goes around the mic. Oh, I've heard the, about that. You know, I'm going to write that down. Do some research on it. Chaotica write it eyeball. down. It, it, it's. It's an overly expensive piece of foam, but I, <laughs> but I, it was a few years ago. Um, I was commuting back and forth in and out of Chicago to teach at Columbia College, and what was happening is that I was running into situations where, between that and then a couple, the rare like traveling family vacations, I was running into situations where oh my gosh, I need an audition and I need it now, and I've got nothing. And yeah. so I just dumped a couple bucks into this and, and I've had it for years and this, but this little piece of foam, I, it was just a demo, but I booked a demo <laughs> from an audition sent wow. at gate 15 in <laughs> the San, I think, which, which was it Sam, but it wanted like in an airport. It was <laughs> like, I landed and they said, could you do this now? They have this like redirect. And I went, I'm at gate like a 15 you know transferring on my flight give me a minute and between gating and other magic i was able to get a usable file as i'm kneeling on the floor pulling out all of this stuff yeah (laughs) wow wow that's awesome dedication that is real dedication yeah yeah. 
Well, you know, it's 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 the it's my it's my team back in Chicago, and I was like, oh my God, I've got to do this. I've got to do this thing. Yeah. And so it was a demo, but I booked the job. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Is that is is that something that happens a lot with with like uh, needing auditions and stuff? It's just kind of like they contact you like we need this like pretty quick. Can you get this to yeah. us like pretty fast? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the time, even in on camera, where sometimes I'll be somewhere and you've got to do a self tape, and maybe you don't have anything but your iPhone, and you don't even have the clothes that are required for the character. You don't have anybody to read with, and they're asking you to do a self tape, and you're like, "What am I going to do? Go down to the hotel lobby and ask one of the bell clerks to read opposite me?" You know, <laughs> you you still want to produce something that's a reasonable quality you don't want them to think what the is she thinking and uh so, but there's there's on an on camera and i'm sure tom can tell you lots of stories about last minute requ- requests for vo stuff yeah yeah and and the thing is is that what's amazing is that technology has made both things for voiceover first and more recently for on camera they can get that you can mm-hmm. turn around a pretty darn good audition kind of from anywhere on a yeah. phone or whatever. Um, I think the problem that we've run into in the past, I want to say three to four years, is people taking advantage of that. They mm-hmm. know that this technology exists at this point. And so they will wait to the 11th hour to cast something or find somebody they need or suddenly realize, oh my goodness, don't we ship this tomorrow? And they throw out some audition <laughs> at five o'clock for <laughs> some, something that records Friday morning or whenever because it ships that night you know it, wow it, they yeah all that's crazy you know that's and, you know, but they can do it because they know we've got the tech and i think to a certain extent they also know you know, talk about dedication they like oh, the dedicated people or the people who are all in they're gonna have the toys to get the stuff and yeah sometimes that's the truth yeah but you guys, you, you might you guys both be on a well. flight somewhere and not be able to do it at that time, you know. Um, that's that's just sometimes it's the luck of the draw. Do you happen to be available at that moment? Mm-hmm. You're close to your computer and you you catch it in time, you know, that you can actually record it and and bang it out. But you yeah. know, the, I've had plenty of times where I'm like, I just left the house and I got an hour and a half to my destination, and it's they're asking for it to be in in the next two hours, and there's <sighs> just nothing I can do, you know. No. You guys both do commercial work. Huh? I know, Tom, you just did a commercial for Hyundai or Honda or something like that, correct? Hyundai, yeah. Hyundai, yes. Yeah. So I heard that. I saw Frida posted that um, yesterday, the other day before, or recently. Yeah. But you guys you guys both do those those uh, commercial reads. Daniel, do you do, do the commercial reads? Um, I have. I've done um, some animated stuff for Target mm-hmm. and uh, some mm-hmm. other commercials, but mostly I do on camera. We lost Tom again. Tom just dropped out. No, he's here. not. Oh, you okay? Sorry, I just heard a blink <laughs> on my side. I didn't drop out, did I? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to myself in here, and yet I I do more on camera, and uh, that's mm. been pretty much my bread and butter. What pays between the jobs is the residuals I get from on camera commercials. That's awesome. Yeah, I I I love them. I have three going on right now. It is so it's become much harder to get multiple commercials in the course of a year, um, yeah. just because there's fewer production and very few of them are Class A national network. Uh, yeah. So when you when you do get you know a couple of them, it's like wow, thank you. Now I can just focus on my career, you know, because I don't have to worry about that day to day, you know, stuff. 
And I, this could totally devolve into shop talk. So just keep an ear out. Oh, for yeah. Um, right. Hey, but yeah. Effect, and I, Andromeda. Yeah, right, oh, we're right. digging it. We're no, digging it's it. awesome. <laughs> but I think the other thing, too, and the thing that made me the thing that made me move out here a while ago is that because Chicago is very much a commercial town. It used to be a commercial and industrial town. Then industrials went all non-union. So forget those. Mm-hmm. Those are gone. Um, and there's the budgets got slashed. So nobody used, you know, actor actors. Mm-hmm. And so then on top of that, uh, over the last, gosh, I want to say probably starting in 2011, 2012, nobody knew how to advertise anymore um, or how best to use it. And so everything went digital. And then the networks were losing to, you know, it's all over the place. So in an advertising-based town, if they don't know how or where to put their money, they're making fewer commercials. And then because there's no such thing as a sellout anymore, there are more and more celebrities all over the place mm-hmm. trying to do this stuff. So I just, the commercials are just dwindling. And that was a lot of my work. And I just realized, oh my gosh, you know, what do we do? This is not, this is not functioning. I used to just work as like a voice actor. Then it was, oh, I'm a voice actor and a narrator. Oh, now I'm a voice actor and a narrator and I teach and I was making like the same or less money than when I was just a voice actor. And yeah. so the re- the realization, in addition to my wife's work, uh, there was this realization of, well, what do they have? Uh, well, they have content. They have Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and YouTube. And all these places are generating content because there's so many places to put content nowadays. But content is generated uh, in New York or L.A., yeah, I so, started in New York, and the industrials were a giant chunk of my bread and butter. In fact, I think that's how I got mm-hmm. my my first SAG card. You oh. know, my SAG card was was in an industrial, um, and those were like a minimum of a grand a day, which back yeah. when I was starting out was fantastic money. Um, and you could, you know, get a bunch of those because there were no conflicts. You know, you could do one for Clairol, and then the next week, you know, one for L'Oreal, and there was no conflict. So they were they were fantastic work when they were really good union jobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we get a lot of that in Chicago, too, where it's just whatever it was, there was, you know, there was stuff. Um, and like I said, I, I got really fortunate with a couple of different things over the years to kind of keep me floating. But then it's just dwindled and i found my way um fortunately into audiobooks and things like that and then the wonderful people in the radio department at uh, columbia college in chicago i got to teach um uh well voice acting for video games actually and really uh, yeah i made that a complete credit (laughs) somehow (laughs) i somehow got kids college credit for that um and it was great Oh, yeah, I yeah. learned so much just watching you work that day uh, at the Martin Luther King uh, Martin Luther King Day. That was our, my last day. I don't oh, know if that was your last day as well on the game. It was when when the winners, the contest winners, were in there. Yeah, but uh, to yeah. actually, you know, get to watch you, you know, it was just it was fantastic. I mean, it, it, it's when you see somebody who knows exactly what they're doing, you know, and already knows how to Sweet. to think and doesn't need that kind of direction that I did in terms of like the video game, you know, characters. Uh, it was really fantastic watching you work. Oh, thank you. It was cool watching you too, and it, like as and the same thing is well, you know, and also after working on the game for so long. You know, we're in there. We know what we're doing, and, uh, and that's always fun. And I just, I just love watching everybody work, just to see how they, 
did their thing and how they figured things out or, you know, worked through that section where we have no context. Okay, just roll. (laughs) You know, trust in the lines and the process and the directors. And that was wonderful. I love that. Yeah, I that was my first time having to do the stuff like, you know, dying by fire, things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, and thank God they had, you know, uh, is it Jules <laughs> Dijon? Is that how you say her name? Cora? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that I could basically just, okay, so how would Vetra do what she just did? Uh, oh, but cool. boy, that was that was really hard. And then I had an audience do it. I was like, uh, I got an audience and I'm doing stuff. I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants and feeling like an idiot. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you got to gotta get it done. Got to get it in the can. Yeah. And it was I fun. I had a realization, guys. If, hmm. if, Danielle and Tom had a podcast. It would be amazing. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like really it's like, awesome. We're just sitting here. We're not saying yeah. anything. You guys are just keeping everything like going. It's pretty good. We weren't kidding when we were bringing you on as the host. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was okay. like, this would be so, amazing. You guys need to start a podcast. I know, right? We just talk about, we just talk about industry things and like pets. Yeah. 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 What kind Seriously. of pets do you have? Oh, I've got a, a the Samoyed. Dogs, right? Uh, yeah, oh. Samoyed. Now, does, Sammy. does your dog run with you? She did. Um, not so much in Southern California being a winter dog. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't really tried it recently. She she will be eight in the fall. Uh-huh. Um, but we used to go for miles and miles, like out in, you know, when it's the high was like in the 30s or the 40s back, back and around, you know, the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was awesome um she probably still could be awesome but i have no idea when i would run with her i just try not to run with her when it was like above like in the 70s yeah and it mostly is even at night so yeah i'll probably try again more like a trot probably more like a soft trot for the a light a light jog yeah yeah. you're a marathoner right right tom yes yeah wow oh really yeah yeah Yeah. that's why he's in shape he's one of the few vo people you're gonna see like totally fit Sort of. I got, yeah, yeah, you're I got my, fit. What are you talking I got about? my little like bike tire, you know. Yeah, you know what? Because you're old. You know. you, it's the sitting too. I noticed that the difference between my body when I was doing a stunt show and doing ten shows a day, you know, and uh, five days a week, the difference between that kind of physicality, the way you know we were kind of intended in the beginning to be physical, whether we were hunters or farmers or whatever. Um, to the amount of time I have to spend sitting to record the auditions, to edit the auditions or the podcast, because I do a podcast for the blind too. Um, I find the more I sit, the more I see my body change. So it's Wait, kind of that thing. Yeah. Did you say you did a podcast for the blind? I do. I record for a company called Airs LA, um, and they they do you know different publications uh, for the visually impaired. So, um, I do National Geographic Kids for kids, um, and, and it's, you know, it's really trite, cute little stories, usually about animals or a new planet or something like that. Uh, but it was a good way for me to work on my technology skills because I really had to be able to edit and put together as close to a finished product as I could. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes they sound okay, but sometimes I listen to an old one and go, Ooh, I don't think I like that quality or that didn't sound right. You know, whatever. So. That is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's 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 way cool. So uh, I'm gonna say something about Mass Effect Andromeda, guys. Okay. okay, I feel like the love for 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 Tom, Danielle, and Frida specifically 
has been like overwhelming on Twitter. Maybe it's because I follow you guys. You guys retweet a lot of stuff, but it's, it seems like there's just so much love for these characters. And I and I know Danielle says she's new to that for like having people be so so responsive on Twitter and show um, how they feel about about characters they spend so much time in, in, a, in a video game, you know, say, to say the least. Like, how, how does that also feel to you, Tom? Where you, just people are, are overly excited about because Bioware puts great games and the characters are great, and Mass Effect Andromeda is 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 just one of those games where. I, uh, you feel so connected. Jesus, right here, he, he's really starstruck. He hasn't said much, but, uh, yeah. but uh, he played. He played as Scott Ryder, so like he, he, Jesus played the game probably more than any of us. He spent so much time doing doing everything, and he calls himself Pathfinder Jesus. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's some so apropos. Yeah, there are layers. Like, like the ring of that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, every every day that Jesus checks in on 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 Facebook, it's uh, Pathfinder Jesus here. This is what this is my mission <laughs> he did today. And yeah, so Jesus played with Scott Ryder, and uh, I played. Well, I played with Sarah because I always played the female characters because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just whatever. Maybe I maybe. do the same thing. I do the same thing. Uh, awesome, awesome. But I mean, how do you feel, Scott? Like having so many people like, oh, it's you know, Tom, Scott Ryder. This is. Uh, just being so connected to that. I know Vetra, we talked to Vetra. Come on, guys. Wow. <laughs> Danielle. All right. Guys, okay. call me like, Vetra. 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 Get me, Vetra. Get yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, so you guys, it's got to be like awesome. I, no one's ever reached out to me on Twitter like that and say that <laughs> any. <laughs> You're not in a Mass Effect game. <laughs> <laughs> right. I um, I don't, yeah. So, oh, you, that's right. You, you, you spoke with her earlier. Um, it's really cool, obviously. Um, very different. You know, I've been around the block. You know, I've been doing this for a while, um, working as an actor and whatever. And, you know, um, I'm sure that there are people out there, there are more people and a wide audience of people who have heard my, you know, commercials, um, radio and TV, you know, than than have played, you know, as Scott in in Mass Effect. Um, But the... um, you know, the response from people and how much they, they care, you know, despite what critics or whatever is, you know, say is, has been wonderful. And the community around Mass Effect has been uh, very wonderful and uh, uh, supportive. And I think that's, and that's something that BioWare tries to instill within their work and kind of in the company. And it spills over to the fan base, uh, very much so. And so they, um, as they instill that in their fans, they they bring it back to the people who work on the game. Um, it's it's great. It's and it, it's flattering because, as Daniel said, you know you work on this for so long and you just kind of have to give yourself over to the process. Um, and you go, I, I think I'm doing it right. You know, they haven't fired me, <laughs> and uh, they haven't said no. Uh, there's no, you know, there's there's so little feedback except from the people perhaps working on the game, you know, with you, who also, you know, feel good about what they're doing until it's out there. And so when everybody, you know, says it's good or even in a like in a rough review, nobody said anything about the voice acting. That means, you know, we did our job, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, not bad, yeah, everybody. The I voice acting was fantastic. So. Yeah. I, I got to say, I had some of those moments when I was working on it. You know, that fear of like, you know, I'm probably just a placeholder and they're going to get a celebrity to do this. And so I better <laughs> enjoy this while I can, because, you know, by the end product, 
I, I, I won't have done this. You know, I, I had some of that because I just didn't really, I couldn't really grasp the fact that, that they had actually picked me, you know, yeah. there was, there was a lot of time in there that I thought for sure, especially when I started hearing, you know, about people like Natalie Dormer, I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. They're going to replace me with somebody, <laughs> somebody everybody knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, this was the first thing I booked out here. So I, I moved to Los Angeles in the uh, late May of 2015 and I got this job early August. Wow. Your voiceover agents must've been like, woohoo, cha-ching. Well, I, I, yeah, well, we were all cautious at the beginning, you know, and I, and I know, um, yeah, Mass Effect. And so with that, I also remember, Hey, we think we got a, we got a bite here. What's your availability for this? And I gave him the schedule and me being me, I went back and I looked at the auditions cause they sent me just everything. Just said, here's a, here's a, you know, swath of dudes send in whatever. And I had to go back and I emailed my agent who's, uh, uh, somewhere else now. And I said, Hey, um, I just noticed that all the dudes that I auditioned for, uh-huh. well, they talk to the dude that they want me to play. Uh, is this right? <laughs> is this me? Is this, a, is this a thing? Is this temporary? This is temporary, right? This is just it's like demo. Would they, would they do a paid audition? Cause this doesn't seem like something you just cast off of what <laughs> I sent in. That doesn't seem like, castable material and no and they sent in and that first day and there i am i'm talking to uh caroline up in you know up in up in canada and as i you know i had to say okay kind of keep it cool for a while but by the second or no, by the third or fourth session i had to say just so you know i know everything about the mass effect okay i'm the guy that sat there and i read through and i listen to all of the codex entries to get all the lore and everything jet that's me okay <laughs> just just so you know and so it was very fun working with caroline every now and then she'll go so uh this is the turian they oh wait you know all of this. And then she just You made her cut. job a lot easier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She, <laughs> As opposed she to just me where she had cut. to describe everything. <laughs> she just cut to the thing. Yeah. And so they just cut to whatever and I go, okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. Um oh. and there was a lot so there was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I mean for this to be my first it was it's it was so unreal. And while there's a certain amount of normalization to the whole thing at this point, it's still kind of unreal. I like, you know, walking through Target and there's the game, kind of smile quietly to myself. You know, um, it's been very, it's been, it's been very cool, um, and a, a cool experience. And I hope, uh, I hope we get to do more of it. I, I miss that work. I miss that process. I miss working with the people on this project because it was just, it was just so much fun. It was like, um, just between studies and teaching and all sorts of other stuff like uh, this, the Mass Effect gig has been like the culmination of so much work for the past, from the past, you know, however long, and uh, it's it's all distilled, you know, down into this one game. It's like there yeah, you go, nice, yeah. That's it. Started the snowball. Yeah, well, it, it was. It's just that you know, coming out here from Chicago, where I'd built my career, and you know, teaching at, at Columbia College, and I felt like part of being out here is definitely, you know, I have no room to teach anybody anything if I don't come out and play with the big boys, you know? Um, I didn't feel like I had a, um, a leg to stand on or any sort of authority 
um, on especially in teaching you know, video game stuff until I came out here and took a swing at this. You know, can I can I play with everybody out here? Can I compete? You know, on this particular stage, and so um, you know, and so I so I got the Mass Effect thing. It's like, yay! Oh my gosh! Wow! Maybe I can do. Okay, wait. Now I actually have to do it. Now I actually have to be good at this. You know, and uh, from that, then it's like, all right, this is everything you've done. You know, take all of that study and science or whatever. You know, and try to actually put you know put proof in that pudding and and make that performance happen. Um, and I think it, I think it worked. I think it worked. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I need cool. your guys. You guys to teach me how to speak more clearly. I stumble over my words. <laughs> I think my my tongue's too fat from my mouth, and I I like blah, blah, blah. like everything. Everything comes out right. I mean, right. Nothing comes out right. Everything comes just comes out wrong. I, I just need to talk to you guys and, and learn how to speak correctly. Um, I think you're doing a fine job. I understand everything you're saying, which could be my <laughs> twisted brain, you know? Because <laughs> we already yeah. established my, my brain's a little twisted, you know? what kind But of I'm like, we're listening to Scott. Yeah. Oh, I know. Tom, we're listening to Tom. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> God yeah, damn. Yeah, I am too. I'm listening going, wow. Yeah, okay, wealth of information. I'm going to look at his dog picture right there. It says Tom underneath it. Okay, so we're listening to yeah. Tom. He's just like, yeah, I'm cool. And then I, I teach people stuff. And <laughs> it's very cool. People <laughs> listen to me. And I walk to the store and I, I see massive. Like, maybe if I just imitate Tom a little better. That, no, okay, I'm gonna no, try no, no. This. You got to yeah. do your thing. I like you got to develop man. your, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And then uh, like, no, God, we can go down like the actor hole. It's like, okay, no, 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 man. You've got... <laughs> <laughs> Start okay, so accurate. I'm gonna try this again. Okay, welcome to a special episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We got <laughs> two very awesome guests, and if you don't know the Mass Effect Andromeda, if you don't know Mass Effect, see that's where I go. Is I'll say half sentences and then go back and correct myself and go back and correct myself. I gotta, I gotta be more confident. Welcome to the special episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast, featuring me. Yeah, that's me, Sean Fuller from the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Listen to that podcast if you want a better experience with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that not good. too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. But yeah. you guys got some questions for these guys. Don't leave it all up to me. It's not even my show, technically. And I, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Wanna... I, I see Jesus is about yeah. to speak. speak. Yeah. yeah. No, so so I have a question for you guys. You know, you both of you. This is geared for both of you. So, so Daniel, you didn't know Mass Effect before this game. Is that what you were trying to say earlier? That you had to kind of teach you about the Turians, about you know the Krogans and all those, all the, the different races in the game. Yeah, um, you know that was one of the things that Caroline was fantastic about was trying to explain you know uh, who these races were and whatnot. But you know the the at the end of the day, it's like you know whether you're dealing with. You know, uh, an an enemy that you know. You know, maybe your your enemy happens to be, um, like, say, from Terminator. It's Cyberdyne. You know, is is there some like big uh, artificial intelligence that you're you're t- uh, fighting with? These different kinds of things. You know, you can explain so much, but then you've just got to go for it. You know, and and I think Tom, you once said something about you know Krogans. Well, just imagine the biggest, baddest dude you've ever seen. <laughs> you know, and that's a Krogan. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's because I'd be like, oh, does it, do you need to know about? No, you don't. You just need to know acting, and because they'll find a way to get to you. 
you know, mm -hmm. they'll find something that'll click with you and it doesn't have to be in the world of the whatever, just so long as your imagination is, is sparked enough to get the, the reaction or the, you know, the action out of you that they need for the, for the scene or sequence. You don't need to know what a Krogan is. You just need to have the idea of, you know, some enormous, you know, eight foot tall, you know, uh, a linebacker, you know, mm -hmm. that ate another linebacker, you know, and it's just, <laughs> <For breakfast. laughs> yeah. And you just go, okay, so. I, all right, I've got that go. Okay. I've got this go. Um, you know, it, it, it we'll find ways of doing it. Um, it's nice to have the shorthand, you know, mm -hmm. of, of being, of either knowing the, a franchise or video games, things like that. Um, working on, gosh, was it, Hunter the Reckoning many years ago, um, which is a uh, part of the World of Darkness, the White Wolf games, like Vampire the Masquerade, that whole universe. Yeah, and, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I played a uh, this uh, the warden, who's a, who's a vampire, one of the bosses. And uh, they brought me in, and they're looking at me kind of sideways and trying to talk to me. The director's like, so this is this, um, your character... Yeah. Are you familiar at all with the world of darkness? Um, he's kind of like, like, kind of being a little sheepish about it. I said, "Oh yeah, I played Vampire the Masquerade when I was in, at, at university. I know everything we're doing here." And he just immediately relaxed, had a big sigh, and went, "Oh god, great. Okay, so your character—he's a typical Ventru, and he just starts riffing on <laughs> the world, you know, on this on the vampires thing." And I, and I was like, "Yep, I know exactly what we're doing. Let's go." And Leo, later on in the days, we're doing the effort noises. He said, okay, I need some jumping sounds. This is kind of like, I said, yep, I know what we're doing. Let's go. And I gave him three in a row. They were like, yeah, those are okay. And Give us three I jumping was, sounds right now. Hip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's just, but it was just one of those things. It's like, I, yeah, I've played the games. I'm with you. And they were working with a lot of people in Chicago who just hadn't, you know. There's a, there's a, um, there's a wonderful, again, you don't need to know this stuff, but there's this, there's a reason why you've got some, so many great people working uh, as actors and performers in video games. Is there's a lot of us now have grown up on these things. And we're kind of cheating by having used, having listened to all of the work that some pioneers started in the 90s and early 2000s in video games, you know. Um, so we have played their work and we're stepping onto that and, and, and performing with that in mind. Because um, the groundwork has been laid. Jesus is getting bombarded with a cat and a brother. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> all, yeah. It must be such a relief. Like here's here's all the backstory. Oh wait, you know it already. Frick, that's awesome. That's Perfect. pretty awesome, you know. And and this is for you, Tom, I have a question for you. So when you knew that you were going to be the Pathfinder of Mass Effect Andromeda, the new game in the series, I, everybody, you know, when I played this game, when I listened to Scott speak. You could tell that he's kind of not very confident in being the Pathfinder, right? He's like, you know, I'm kind of new to this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And he doesn't yeah. have that confidence that, uh, what the hell was the guy's name in the other game? Shepard. Commander Shepard had in the yeah. Mass Effect, yeah. you know, the trilogy. So uh, how did you do that, man? Like, you just did you just put yourself in that mindset? Like, all right, I'm a new kid on the block. You know, I just, I don't know what I'm doing out here in this galaxy. I'm new. My dad just died. All this stuff just happened. Yeah, there's that. Um, we have a wonderful team of directors, too, making sure that that's in there. And then a lot of this stuff is written that way, you know. Um, 
And so they they brought that out. And then hopefully it plays, but they tried to have things be a little more confident as the game went on because we record out of uh, we record out of sequence. We, we try to say, oh, how far in the game is this? Okay, so this should be a little more confident. This shouldn't be as confident, that kind of thing. Um, but the more I thought about it, especially after like a couple of interviews uh, earlier this year, um, uh, I realized, you know, there's a bit of me in there. Uh, oh, somebody who's been thrown into a role who doesn't necessarily feel like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of throw yourself... I just showed up in L.A. and you know what I mean? It's like I have training and background and I know what I'm doing, but this is still kind of new and and intimidating. And I'm surrounded by these other people who are professionals who probably should be doing this. And I'm the imposter syndrome kind of thing. Yeah. Um, You just find a way to find a way to relate with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. And again, a lot of the stuff, the way it was written and other things, I just looked at it and went, oh, I know how this should be done. It was very immediate it it clicked and i've been i've played in i've done long runs of plays where i was not i realized later it's like why didn't that director have me oh i just never clicked in the role that she put me in and it just never quite worked whatever it was i couldn't get what she wanted uh and i was you know frustrated but i did the show anyway to the best of my ability um this clicked i felt like things were coming relatively you know, um, I don't know why easily, but simply. And I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And we got a lot done because of it. I don't know if Daniel felt the same way, just like you're playing Betra. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, I am supposed to be here. Yeah, this this character feels right. This feels at home. This is this is right. And so it was a casting thing. And I was like, oh, I guess I am supposed to be here. This this works. This works. <laughs> <laughs> Betra yeah, always there's a comforting common. feel when it feels like, oh, you identify with them. You go, oh, this is in my wheelhouse. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then a lot of it is, you know, the, the writing, you know, elements of, of of Vetra that just were so well written by Cheryl Chi, you know, that that, mm-hmm. that just kind of made it, you know, there's nothing like good writing. I don't care if it's a TV show or a movie. Or you know when you're doing bad writing and you know when you're getting good writing, you know, mm-hmm. it helps so much. That's cool. So, yeah. so Vetra Vetra is always like confident and calm. She is. She's all times. Unless she's so. dealing with romance, <laughs> which it's like. What? Who? Me? Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so again, I, I guess my next question will be: How nervous or excited were both of you when you guys realized that you're in the next Mass Effect game? Like, because to me, I want to say this just right now: Mass Effect is my favorite trilogy on the last generation systems, the 360 and the uh, PlayStation 3. It is my favorite trilogy. Like that game, I, I remember when Mass Effect 3 was coming out. There was a lot of hype around it, right? Everybody was so excited. People were pre-ordering this. People were going crazy on N7. They were like, oh, this game's coming out. And I remember when that game came out, I was like, okay, I got to go back and play this game. So I played the first one, beat it in a week, played the second one, beat that the second week. <laughs> then I went straight into the third one, and I was just, I was in Mass Effect. So I love that series. How excited were you guys when you guys knew that you were in this next game? Well, even as a total non-gamer, I knew I'd heard of it. I'd heard of Mass Effect. Um, so, but beyond having heard of it, everything I had to do was as soon as I'd run home from a session, I'd start Googling stuff just so I could like start to, okay, who's Nyrene? Okay, what are these Turians? I, you know, I had to basically just whatever I could find online for research. And it wasn't until N7 day that I actually got a whiff of 
how mm. big it could be. And that, of course, was also about the same time that it's like, oh, they're going to recast you with a star or they are a big celebrity. You know, oh. that was the same time that starts kicking in where you're like, going, oh, my God, this is huge. And the imposter syndrome, you know, where you're thinking, oh, mm. OK, wow. But it was incredible watching N7 Day and watching because that was the day that, that Frida and Tom were announced and watching yeah. what was happening to you guys was just incredible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you were having a big day. I think you were working that day, Tom. You couldn't even like do anything <laughs> until like the end of the day, right? Am no, I right? I think, yeah, I think I think we had session. I think both Frida and I were in session that day. Um, oh. But no better way. No better way to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's Because it, then you're off of... Off of uh, you're off of the social media and whatnot and you just go to work. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, um, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I knew exactly what I was getting into from, from, from the get go. Uh, not necessarily like I knew the game and I was a fan too. I played the first, uh, I remember exactly where and everything. I remember playing the second. I remember putting off finishing the third until they patched the ending. (laughs) Not because I, not because I wanted to, like oh, I was disappointed. I had not even gotten anywhere near the ending, and I thought, "Oh, well, if they're going to change it, I'm going to wait until like that final yeah. vision is in place." You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if they're going to make a change, they feel strongly about it. I'm going to wait until they're they've got their vision in place. See, um, I was the opposite. I I powered my way through the game because I wanted to see the original ending really? before they changed it to the other oh, one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, I mean, it was it was uh, it was exciting and obviously intimidating too. In that, I'm just thinking, all right, well, jeez, don't screw this up. What <laughs> do we do? Don't screw, especially considering the you know the love that the community has for um, the characters and their respective actors from the previous trilogy. You know, um, and those are characters and, and actors whom I love too. You know. Um, you know, Mark Mir and, and I played through as, uh, you know, a uh, female shepherd. I played, you know, through as, uh, with Jen Hale and, and all, and just all of those. It's just, I, I, you know, what do you do? It's like, you think, Oh, do I top, you know, you can't top it. You don't, you come in and you do your own thing. That's awesome. Find that, do your thing and get, this is, that's the only thing you could do. That's the best thing you do is do your thing and then go home. Um, and you know, everybody else will decide where it falls from there. So, um, Excited and intimidated, all at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty like cool. This podcast, man, we're excited yeah, and we're I'm, intimidated. I'm intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I got another question for you. Did you guys ever go off script? Is there anything in the game that you guys just like kind of said or added to any lines that you guys remember that you're like, "Hey, I added that and actually kept that in there," you know? Um, no, I tried, and they would squelch it every time. They can't. Really? They can't have any. Yeah. There's no room Nothing. for any ad libbing, and ad libbing is just something that I I often do. I'll button something at the end, especially for <laughs> VO auditions. You know, yep. but there's no space for a button. You have to absolutely. And sometimes it was down to a timing too that you had to match a certain timing as well. So there just wasn't even room for an um uh you know anything like that. You just had uh-huh. to go with exactly what was on this on the page. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, yep. amazing. Because there's a lot of well, jokes so in this game. There's a lot of times where I'm just cruising around with Vetra and, and Drac, and they'll be talking to each other, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, are they really talking about this right now? You know, <laughs> they'll be joking around. Or, or times with Scott Ryder, you know, he'll be joking around with the crew, you know, when he's walking around or when they're doing missions, he'll just say something, and you're like, wait, was that a script or did he just really just randomly say this? Yep. <laughs> That's no, good acting. All, he yeah. makes you believe yeah. that he just that improvised real, that yeah. line. 
know? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, I think it's like, like Daniel was saying, everything's written because it all has to be subtitled and then it all has to be translated into a billion different languages that are also oh, subtitled. Yeah. And then it's also, you know, voiced in, I believe, German, French? Wow. Something else as well. So you've got to account for all of that. Um, so yeah, any jokey stuff that's all written. So then it's our job to go, okay, well, what's my version of the timing of this? You know, especially if you get the joke, if it's, if it's like, oh, I guess this is funny, but I didn't run into anything where I was like, no, this is not funny. It was always, oh, I know how this one goes. Oh, I know how this one goes. Um, I think my favorite that somebody found, um, was the, uh, Scott scans something and then makes fun of himself for talking to himself. (laughs) <laughs> which is like a kind of gate, like making fun of the game for yeah. having to announce everything. Like I'm player character and I have, I'm not informing myself. I'm informing the audience, but I'm making fun of that fact. Kind I love breaking the fourth wow. wall. Yeah. Yeah. That fourth <laughs> wall break. And I, I love that because they, I, I think that's take one. Um, because, and on the other side of the glass, uh, uh, Josh Dean, uh, he was our local director for a lot of it. Uh, Josh directed a lot of it. Um, and uh, Josh and I have very similar, scarily similar tastes in humor and lots, all sorts of that stuff. So if I made him laugh, I know it's good. And then every now and then he'd come back with something. And it's also a good suggestion. So we'd re-record it with that in mind and just bandying back and forth. You know, we, we got each other and we knew exactly where some of this stuff was going or where it should live. And so I think that comes through as well. That kind of leads into a question that I wanted to ask. Um, Is there a moment when you guys were recording that stands out to you as something you'll always remember? Like, did something, did did anything ever happen while you were doing a recording that just, you you just were laughing or whatever that you'll always remember as a moment? Yeah. I don't know. I, I will always remember the first time I actually got to see my character. And I actually had to record something, (laughs) you know, to her. But it's that, like, I was just giddy to actually Mm -hmm. see my voice with this character. And, and, you know, she wasn't completed at that point, but, you know, she was on the way. And I'll never forget that feeling because it it was, you know, it's nothing until then. You're just talking into the microphone and then Mm. you you get to start to see what it looks like coming together and uh, that I remember was incredibly exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. cool. Well, I feel um, like this this podcast episode, the episode art should just be the romance between Vetra and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be the perfect art. image. Yeah. <laughs> Find a screenshot. There's got to be a gif out there somewhere. Oh, yeah. there's some great fan art of uh, <laughs> Scott and Vetra. Some yeah. really Dude, nice. There fan is some art. amazing fan art. Uh, um, I, a lot of the Vetra too, because since Vetra is a Turian, they got that. She has a cool alien look. Yeah. People, people get really creative with, with those, uh, with the art. Like you posted a couple things recently. I'm just like, that's really freaking awesome. That just looks amazing. It must be weird for Tom for you to see your face in a game and it being. No, I mean not your face. Your character's face in a game being a hundred million different faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> that's fun, and and part of it is you know. I, I kind of go, oh man, does that does that play? You know, I feel really bad. I go, I'm sorry, person, you know, of anybody not white 
if he just if Scott just comes out sounding like the whitest white that ever whited, <laughs> I am so <laughs> sorry because that because that's how I feel. Because sometimes they'll create something that I go, man, he looks badass. And I think of like fifty different people who could do that particular character's voice so much you know better justice than I than 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 you know my Scott performance. Um, uh, so that's straight, you know, that's, that's odd, but cool, but very cool. Cause I know that's, that's part of the game, you know, uh, you know, Steven, you know, Steven Brewis is, is the face of Scott Ryder as, you know, as on the box as it were. Uh, but you get to do whatever you want and you just kind of go, okay, they get to do that. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, there were, there were a bunch of different moments that I thought were just outstanding and cool throughout, um, throughout the recording process. I think the one that stands out among um, a few of them, uh, the funny one, uh, was when a character's name was Skiat. <laughs> There's a Skiat. I, I don't know if it's still there. Um, and it reminded me of, uh, an old colleague from Chicago from many, many years ago. Uh, and I, and how funny that guy was. And I laughed my, I, it was about a 10 to 15 minute giggle fit. We lost 10 to 15 minutes of recording cause I couldn't get through the scene. Because I was laughing so, yeah. <laughs> so horribly, and yeah. it's on it's it's on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> it's on a hard drive somewhere. Uh, 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 Judy Judy Lee, our our engineer over at Formosa, saved all of it. She opened up Pro Tools and just let it roll. So oh, there's there's she? like oh yeah, there's ten to fifteen minutes of me just just laughing. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think they also, uh, as a backup, Formosa just keep, leaves leaves the session open in case anything happens with uh, with the software that we use for for Bioware. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Does Vetch ever laugh in uh, Mass Effect Andromeda? Oh Lord, yeah. Is there's she? that. Um, there's a crazy laugh when you're driving around the Nomad and you hit some really great terrain and catch air, and there's like a big laugh. And I don't even remember, but it's it's that that kind of like that that sound that I make when I'm on a roller coaster and I'm just screaming and laughing and hooing and all, everything. And that's a couple of people have posted that there's uh, that, that just, I listen to that and go, Oh great. Now everybody's been to a theme park with me. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's awesome. One yeah, of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite moments in the game was when Vetra invites Scott to, uh, to go to like a lookout point on Kadara and then you go there, and it's a side mission. You don't have to go there. It's optional. But you go there, and you guys climb up these rocks. And you're on top. And everybody screenshots this moment. I know I took a screenshot of this moment. That's but you're screen, that is mine. That's my screenshot on yeah. my PS4, man. You take that screenshot, With, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome it's, a, it's, a gr- it's a great looking one. I haven't done that yet. Um, I'm on Vold right now, and it's just cold and icy. But, yeah, I got to get back to Kadara and try that. Uh, that that was that was an interesting one because I do think that that uh, the rock climbing was that first time when I saw Vetra. I think that was oh, the first yeah. session I had that I had to match stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that was the first time I got to see it. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you guys don't do capture, right? You're just doing voice. I That's asked right. them to, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, put me in the suit. Coach. You you wanted to do it. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Because It'd because be so very fun, well and and very early on we were doing uh voice matches to somebody else's performance. Mm-hmm. And oh. because they have they have a team of mocap actors up there in Edmonton. 
and I would be matching to the female rider, then sometimes the male rider, then sometimes somebody random, and then male rider partway through the process wasn't available, and they replaced him with a British gentleman. So that was fun. (laughs) So his, I, so as much as I had to adhere to his timings, his instincts followed mine very closely. Um, you know, I, I loved his work, but there were timings that just simply would not work because of the accent. Yeah. So there's, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, can I just, can I do it, please? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, we, you know, they have a team up there because they're constantly doing that for a while until they lock all that down. Um, and they cast the voice cast, you know, all over the world. Um, so, um, maybe for the next one, I don't know. Um, you know, and there's now technology in place too, for them to capture more of our performances, uh, in the future than they did maybe in place for this one. Uh, I know like I was a, I did some random background person work for a game I can't talk about, but I came in and they put the helmet on me. So they did full facial capture for like background citizen. For oh, nice. Yeah. So let me, let me guess. Is it Mass Effect Andromeda 2? No. <laughs> I'm as yeah. But yeah, but so I was I was amazed. I was like, wait a minute. Really? You're going to capture? Because it was it was just you know, ripping through a bunch of background character lines. I was like, wow, they're going to capture all this stuff. That's unbelievable. Um, but that's out there. You know, and they can map our performances onto all sorts of faces. So, so who knows for the future? Yeah, that's awesome. And Scott, you're like, Tom, d- damn it. Tom, Tom's like, let me at least get in there and do the mocap for the, for the romance scenes. That's all I want. <laughs> that's all I want to do the mocap. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they, they would talk about, oh man, we just saw the, the stuff for this scene. Ooh, it's pretty. Uh, I'm like, that's great. <laughs> there's people recording you know in a room with little balls all over their bodies you know just trying to yeah you mean that in what way you mean balls as in mocap balls or in like <laughs> <laughs> oh. do you guys do you guys find that awkward at all doing the the romance scenes you know i i didn't it's just it's more dialogue the only thing that was awkward was you know making out with the back of your hand yeah <laughs> That that was a little interesting. Uh, it, you know, that was Josh telling me, you know, we'll try this. And uh, really, I haven't done this since I was like, you know, twelve. <laughs> right. Imagining what it'd be like to kiss a boy, practicing and you know, kissing. <laughs> yeah, practicing kissing. So okay, I can go back to that. Why not? <laughs> that's totally, yeah, that's, awesome. that's about that's that's the weird that's the weirder part, really. Um, yeah. and Committing think, to kissing the back of yeah. your hand. You must commit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. answer it. <laughs> I think too. I think too. There's a there's a, I, if I'm remembering, and I may be misremembering the original trilogy. There's um, because everybody's kind of young, you know, with the exception of some of like like Reyes or something like that. Nobody's particularly smooth, and so you get kind of like young. All the romances are kind of young and sometimes slightly awkward, or you know, and so that was kind of fun, in a sense, to kind of tap into that. You know, maybe I'm really, oh, right. Remember when you were bad at like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, establishing a relationship or even just talking to, you know, a boy or a girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they wrote that in there. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's all in there. You know, some people, you know, chide at the, you know, the, uh, the Suvi and Sarah, uh, stuff that's out there. Um, but I thought it was brilliant and very funny and they, they nail it being 
you know, Sarah, uh, uh, Frida as Sarah being mm-hmm. so awkward, you know? Yeah. I like yeah, that you. Yeah, really great. Like and being around you. Then when the Kalo says, oh, yeah, yeah oh, kill, kill me now. It's great. And so it's, it's fun to kind of kind of tap back, you know, being an old man with, you know, kids and stuff to kind of tap back into that and go like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go through this ever again, but you know it's fun to play for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, so awesome! You guys, we could t- sit here and talk forever. Sure. I've told Danielle we get her out of get get her out of here. Get okay. I'm gonna start that. Get over. me out of here because it's my mom's birthday and it's Yay! dinner time. Happy birthday well, to you your know, mom! Older Happy people birthday. eat so early. Happy birthday, <laughs> oh, Vetra's mom! Thank tell you. Her, tell her horrible mom gamer Petra. says happy birthday. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I I'm sure she's gonna love that. Who? What? dumb kids from the west coast and one from canada she's actually the one who listens to all my podcasts and if you're on my fan page you'll see she comments on everything i'm like thanks mom thanks this is awkward but thanks that's amazing (laughs) my mom would never listen to an interview of mine <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll wrap up. You guys have any uh, closing statements, Ryan? Jesus? Anything else we want to ask? We're good, we can. All get I know is that Mass Effect Andromeda Two has been confirmed on this podcast. Tom is doing the mocap. That'd be nice. Tom, I apologize for any time I called you Scott. I don't even know that's how to do lot, that. That's a lot of apologies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I apologize so much. and um, I haven't been drinking or nothing, I swear. That was last night's deal. Oh. <laughs> it's your hangover that's killing yeah. you right now. That's right. <laughs> I'm not even hungover. But yeah, this, is, this was awesome. Thank you, guys. And I really do apologize oh, for you. the inconvenience of the timing and stuff, whatever happened earlier. Uh, forgive me. No worries. It's so good to talk to you again. Yeah, yes, good to talk awesome. to you. Thanks for having us. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, you guys, guys for coming close on. Close this out and have them uh, do their do their plugs for sure. You you guys go ahead and plug your stuff. Where can we find you guys besides on the Tempest? Um, <laughs> let us know where we can find you. Yeah, I'm usually down in that little room by the Nomad, working on something in the little <laughs> storage area. <laughs> Why am I in the storage area? I don't know. I'm not sure, but you know, I am. Got my little setup. Now, I got nothing to plug. I am like, uh, you know, NDA'd up to my eyeballs of, of everything that I've just done. So, you know, Ooh. other than uh, a movie coming out this summer called 100 Yards, uh, where I have a small part, but it is with the um, the physical actor of uh, of Scott Ryder. Uh, and his name is Stephen Brewis. Yeah. Awesome. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. But your uh, Twitter and all that. Yeah, Twitter is Danielle Rain, and I love it when people, you know, give me a shout out on there. Just stop by and say hi. Awesome, and Mr. Uh, Tom, I said it correctly that time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, his name yeah. is uh, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scott Raider. Um, Scott Raider. Scott. Uh, so I am at uh, at Taylorson on Twitter. Uh, I've got a you know web page that needs some updating oh my goodness uh i'm on facebook too uh tom taylorson voice actor um and i don't really have much coming out the audiobooks are still on their way i just i can't i don't know if, can I, uh, I don't know if i can like, say that i did too. it or um so i just recently finished up the audio version of the novelization of the upcoming aliens film 
Ooh. Huh. So that was fun. And I totally spoiled the next Aliens film for myself. <laughs> uh, oh, no. So, um, but that'll be, that'll be out, I think, ne- that'll be out uh, sometime in May. Um, and then uh, I have an NDA. I can't talk about that. What is it? Uh, we, we won't record it. We'll be talking. No, no, I can't. <laughs> we'll beep everything out right now. Come on. And I've got, I've got like no other video games. Of course, I had uh, Gilgamesh out for uh, the DLC in Final Fantasy 15. I'm Gilgamesh. Oh, cool. And, yeah, that was a, that was a treat. Um, but then, uh, yeah, you'll be hearing a lot of me doing the Scott Ryder voice for Hyundai. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right on. Yay. Yeah, it's. I realized after I got the gig, and I was like, "Oh no, they're all. <laughs> they'll be, yeah, Hyundai, Hyundai all over the place, and they're just and everybody following me on Twitter is gonna go. Is that Scott Ryder for Hyundai? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah, start calling you Scott too. It's and pretty, Hyundai's yeah. gonna capitalize on that by coming out with their new car, the Nomad. Somebody's gotta jump on that. They're gonna change the name of the Rogue to the Nomad. <laughs> Somebody, well, somebody um, before that, like weeks ago, before the whole Hyundai thing happened, uh, made like car advert posters for the Nomad. (laughs) Uh, And they're fantastic. Uh, And I tried to link or find and I can't again. So I'd have to, you know, dig through Twitter to find it. It was wonderful. And that came out and I went, oh, you know, funny. You should mention that. So, yeah, yeah. So the Hyundai thing has been a lot of fun. So, yeah, you guys will be hearing plenty of that real soon. Let's hear Let's hear a quick little ad for the brand new Hyundai Nomad, Tom. <laughs> Is it? The Hyundai Nomad. <laughs> Better drive this. Over mountains and rivers and hills and lakes and anywhere else you want, including on top of the Tempest. <laughs> and it includes a free upgrade to b- boost upgrade. You got out of boost upgrade. <laughs> boost upgrade. Now with boost. Now with boost upgrade. Lisa, yeah, tw- boost. Lisa 2017 Tempest for yeah. I mean it's yeah. <laughs> that's such it's, a good voice for a commercial. Yeah, it really is. Like it's perfect. Like I said, good it's pretty much Can't Scott Ryder. It. Yeah, it's it's pretty much Scott Ryder voice for all. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> it's it's a strange thing. The what what that character in that read is done so um let's let's hear one uh tom let's hear one for the horrible gamers podcast you were listening to the horrible gamers podcast this is scott Ryder. you are listening to the horrible gamers podcast with scott Ryder, pathfinder for the archiberian yeah Sweet. see you guys that was dope oh, oh, yeah. nice <laughs> what about danielle Thank danielle you. we need a veteran one. Oh. Gotta process it. You guys is, have to process it. Was this the horribly it. awkward show or the horribly horrible, horrible gamers? Horrible gamers. Horrible yeah. gamers. You're listening to the Horrible Gamers podcast with Veteranix. I did. Um, uh, did you listen to our skit we did, Danielle? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just too embarrassed. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I haven't listened to any of my work. Said. I went through and highlighted every word you said, little by little, and I put the effect over her voice. So it sounds like you sound like Vedra. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> so cool. Okay, I'll, I will I'll listen to you. it because you did that. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> link you. I'll link. I'll link you guys. Cool. You guys. I have. I have it cut out on. I put it on YouTube. Nobody goes to my YouTube, so it's just hidden there. So nobody's gonna see it. But I'll, I'll send you guys a link. It's really that good. That would be Came fun. Out. I would cool, love to. Yeah. See, yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. 
yeah, so we want to thank you guys for coming on. And, of course, you can always follow our podcast at underscore Horrible Gamers on Twitter. Find us on Facebook at, at Horrible Gamers. And find our community, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community, on Facebook. It's a close group. You can join it. Get in there, and your friends won't get to see the stuff you post in there because it is a close group. Also, find me on Xbox Live Gamer Tag, Jesus Walks a Lot. And this week, yeah, you'll probably find me playing some more Mass Effect now because talking to you guys it makes me want to go back i put a hundred hours into the game and i finished it and i just want to go back now (laughs) 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 that game's so good i really it's one of my it's probably my favorite mass effect game so far and it's just because it's it's good you know like just i felt connected to the at the end of the game nice i got four i'm got 40 hours in so you just inspired me to get back in there and get some more going on yeah Yeah. it took me 100 hours i looked at my time played and i was like wow i can't believe i put that much time into it it didn't even feel like 100 hours but yeah yeah cool what about you ryan you can find me on xbox live steam psn under gib 8777 um you can find me in the facebook group under ryan gibson Awesome. Yeah, you can find me at awkward underscore podcast if you want to listen to or find me on Twitter. Um, the, if you're listening, you're probably hearing this on my feed too because we're going to put this on both of our feeds. So if you're listening to this one, also listen to the Horrible Gamers podcast. And make sure you follow Danielle Rain and Tom Taylorson because they are super awesome and took their time out to come and ha- out hang out with us. And it's been great. If you guys want to play video games with me, I'm a grown-ass adult and all I do is play video games. They call me I am. So find me. Thank you. Boom. All right. And as Gidget would say, guys, peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll see you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Can you imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing, managing an imaginary menagerie? Okay, let me try that again. Menagerie, menagerie, menagerie. <laughs> I like the Hoping to get some tips on improving my gameplay. That's a fact, Andromeda, but you know, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Jesus can help you out with that. For sure. Scott, uh, so you did, um, you did a whole for uh, So you did the Mortal Kombat Armageddon, and the characters you did were Argus, Dagon, <laughs> and Orin? You just you called, called him Scott. Scott. That's a different character. That's a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really great. Have fun, Danielle. Good to talk to you. Hi from afar. Yeah, good to talk to you again. Bye.